0: The Zenial Odyssey podcast, where hosts Remy and Bobby Rocks explore life for people born in the late 70s and early 1980s. Each week, they embark on expeditions exploring their analog childhoods or interview guests about navigating adulthood in a digital world. Join them on another adventure to discover what it means to be a Zenial. Okay, Rem. We're on the air again. <laughs> Welcome right. back, everybody. Welcome back, Rem. Welcome back, Bobby. So, what have you brought to us today? So, a little backstory for everybody. Rem and I had a con- conversations midweek, and he decided that he wanted to kind of take the reins on a topic this week. So that's where we are. Rem, what are we going to talk about this week?
1: Well, I mean, even before it, hi.
0: I, I know we can't go into detail, but how are you doing, Bob? Oh, fuck fuck everything. I don't, that, that's all. I don't want to talk about whatever's going on. It's, uh, it's shit. And uh, moving on, how are you doing? My life is a cesspool. I'm wading up to the neck in
1: feces. And I'm crying myself to sleep. That sounds terrible. I'm very sorry to hear that. It's all right. So we're both in the same boat. So we're skipping all the niceties and getting right to it. We had talked about a few different things. You know, there was initially a discussion of politics that we may pick up at a later date. So we will not spoil that now because right now in our current news landscape, some crazy shit's going on. Um, but I, something happened in the news recently, and it's been happening over the last year. And I thought, why don't we talk about
0: UFOs, Bob? Are we just going to talk about UFOs, or are we going to talk about anything else?
1: No, there may be another one, but let's see if that branches organically and just kind of let it flow. Yeah, let's not... Let's one foot in front of the other, and yeah, I think we can start with that. I mean, we had talked a little bit about a couple other things,
0: elderly people, but so we may just kind of see what flows
1: today. We may just kind of, kind of repoir and see what happens.
0: All right, so what was your motivation for speaking about this?
1: Well, last year, and a lot of people don't seem to be aware of this, and I'll take it more current, but last year, the... USA declassified all its UFO reports meaning they made everything they made oh nice look at that they made everything um, it was kind of erotic too how you looked me in the eye and did it slowly i needed that but they came out and were like yeah everything you guys have thought and assumed is real there are crafts always and all the time and they're in space and they're in our airspace a lot of times with air force people and such so I found it interesting that something people had battled for for a long time, which was are there, aren't there, that it was like, yeah, there are, and very few people know that that even happened. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you can look up what the, and again, it's like, oh, cool, people are just talking, but but what you have is a lot of um, Air Force pilots coming out with footage and being like, yeah, okay, so this night, this thing was flying alongside our craft, was going back and forth
0: and doing things that, that aircraft that we're aware of technologically can't do. Is it, is it technologically, or is it also because of the laws of physics? Yeah, there as are, we know them. A hundred percent, because there are ideas that these things can
1: stop on a diamond completely 360 in the opposite direction at the same speed, which is something we would not be able to do. And um, they can—another thing that's talked about is they can phase, which is— You'll see them and then they'll fade out. And then you'll see them again 10,000 miles later. But I think the implications of it are really interesting because when I think about that, I don't necessarily think we're in danger. I always just assume that we're some kind of weird-ass science project and whatever comes to visit us is like observing what not to do in their own society. But um, So I wanted to just go baseline with you, Bob, and ask you, What's your thought on on UFOs? What's your Have you ever had any experiences? Do you have friends who have? Do you approach it with a grain of salt? What do you think about it?
0: It's time for the opening act. Welcome to the Odyssey. Uh, personally speaking i always think that we're never alone in the universe i have never had any experiences nor have any of my friends but uh that is all i can really say is that i'm a skeptic and i think that it's i think it's foolish to think that in the expansion of universe that we are the only sentient beings intelligent
1: that exist yeah no it's interesting and my mom told me a story when i was younger that was that was fucking strange and she stands by it. My mom's not a liar, but she was at school in the Massachusetts area. And um, supposedly her, it was college at the time, supposedly her and all her dorms saw something over the, um, the dorm building. Where did she go to school? That is, I'm keeping that
0: a little more closer to the chest. For, well, what I mean is uh, region, like if you could do it regionally, where did she go to school? Providence, Boston. So in between Providence and, and Boston? In one of those
1: cities, yeah. Okay. So, but it was an all-girls school and, and they saw a craft and everybody saw it and they went on the roof and it, like, supposedly was just a big fucking UFO. <laughs> Imagine as you will, cylindrical, round, massive. And then she says that people came, like, swooped in the building and, like, police and officials were telling them it was an air balloon and didn't let any of them leave for two days. So it was really
0: interesting, but it was always one of those things, too, where I'm like. I feel like there's a game of telephone in that story. So you're saying the stereotypical story of, uh, it was a weather balloon, everybody, relax, go back to your lives. Yeah, but again, everyone, she said everyone was like, if it was just nothing, they wouldn't be here telling
1: us what it was, you know?
0: What kind of weather balloon re- uh, demands a response of people with hazmat suits?
1: <laughs> exactly, and, and yeah, exactly, four, four patrol cars around a, a college campus. But my experiences were always whatever. I never experienced anything. I did have an experience, you remember the redhead I dated. Yes, I do. Um, no soul. No soul. No soul. Okay. No soul. We're not, we're not being mean. That, that, that thing was dark. But um, I had an experience with her probably around 2000, I'm going to say 17, 16 maybe actually. You were still with her that long? Yeah, we were together for six years. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, we were driving on 24 heading toward I-95 and there was this fucking weird, there was a really bright light in the sky. Mm-hmm really bright and i made a joke i was like oh it's a sky train because it looked like a fucking front light of a train and um at the time my car had a sunroof and it was when it was directly over the car we looked up and it was three balls pink balls that kind of formed a
0: triangle shape pretty typical of stories that we hear yeah it's it, something that's of uh, that kind of shape and it forms uh that it was so insane and it was like are we seeing this
1: because she was more skeptical than me, and she was like, what the fuck? And um, we looked. all you had to do was look at the other cars on the road, and everybody was slowing down. They were like, holy shit. So that was, the, like, the closest I had to seeing something I couldn't explain.
0: So a, a shared experience. Yeah, with many people. Close encounters of the third kind type of shit. Yeah, and, it, and it, was, it
1: was intense. But the thing that she said and I both said, we were like, at no point did we feel threatened. We didn't feel unsafe. It just felt like it was like, yo, what's up? Because the craziest part is once we saw it over the car... Bam! It was gone. We saw it shoot off at like a thousand miles an hour, and that was that. But, um, but yeah, our parents' generation too for a long time were like, "Is this real? Isn't this real?" And the general dialogue was, "Of course, it's not real," which is asinine in terms
0: of space, like you said, plausible it's- deniability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and then we- as time moves on and we get more into the importance of science, it's well, we don't have the scientific proof to justify that it is actually happening. Which, if you think about it, kind of ties into what you were really originally, why you wanted to talk about this. Yeah. It was the fact that we have people who are in the, the military, specifically the Air Force, who are now disclosing things that are, um, they've been around, the information's been around long enough that it can be disclosed. Yes. That's just the way it works. Like Yeah, like a statute of limitations. Redactions up the wazoo, but there are things in there. And they came before, Cong- or was it one person or two person, two people, that came, went before Congress last week.
1: Um, la- I think last the story I heard about last week was it was two people who went out um, and fully, because that's why we're talking about it. So to get ahead of ourselves, but NPR and a bunch of credible news outlets have reported that two, what were they, Air Force, whatever's or deep military, whatever, they sat in front of Congress and were like, yeah, we've actually caught an alien, essentially. We've caught a non-biologic, which is what they call it.
0: Well, they don't even they don't refer to them as UFOs anymore. They call them UAPs. What does that stand for? Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. That, that is a, that's like a George Carlin joke about uh, language and words. Right they, there. More they, syllables. They
1: switched a few out for a few others that yeah. say the exact same thing.
0: More syllables, more, bull, more bullshit.
1: And so, you know, the idea, I think, for people, too, who've seen them or who are involved with the idea of them, is that they have a more advanced intellect of flying and of all that shit and technology. So there's there's always been, I think, a goal to gain that knowledge on our part.
0: But it's just like reverse engineering? Of course, hundred percent. The Transformers were right. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bay was right about something besides explosions. (laughs) Right now he's so happy. His ears just tingled. He doesn't know why. He was I just I just uh he somewhere in his uh plush mansion somewhere in Hollywood, he was dying. And because I made that reference to him. He gets four more years of life. Yeah, he started to live again. Yeah, you're rejuvenated. Like
1: Yeah, he needs to Fuck. be spoken of. But So I find it interesting with everything in the current political climate right now that this stuff's coming out, but nobody's talking about it. Well, it's
0: because everyone's distracted by other distractions.
1: Yeah, and I always wonder if that is intentional or if that's just a byproduct, but it always feels like when there's something going on in the media— like there is right now with, with us, which we may talk about in the future, they drop other incredibly interesting stories that people completely mm-hmm. miss. Yeah, because then this is a Passover story. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It's a, it's a oopsies. But it's huge. I mean, there were people obsessed with UFOs and, and just wanted to know the truth. The truth is out there. That's the basis of X-Files, right, essentially?
0: Well, speaking of X-Files, Rem, have, uh, I know last week I gave you the book yes. about the 90s. Have, mm-hmm. you, have you read it? No, I read
1: the first 25 pages and then my tires just kept getting slashed. And I know it sounds strange, but when I'm fucked up in my head and I try to read, I'll just have to keep rereading the paragraph because my brain's just not there. I I had a shit
0: week, dude. Police slash tires, more slash tires. And if anyone's wondering, no, it wasn't the government. No, it wasn't uh, Unidentified Flying Phenomenon. Uh, it was probably, it's just the fact of the city that we live in. Yeah, living in the hood, man. Living in the hood comes with certain. Yep. And,
1: I, you know, I'm a target because I look like a motherfucker. So it is what it is. So no, I, and I'm embarrassed to say that I did very, but I'm not going to lie. I did very little reading. But talk to me about some of the things that
0: you had mentioned because don't worry about spoiling them. Yeah, no, that, that's perfectly fine. I, again, the episode we did about the book, the 90s, there was just so much to go over that we didn't really section off the episode like we, like we normally do. And so what I, what I ended up doing is I left a lot of stuff out. Specifically, I left out the things about uh, conspiracy theories. So Chuck Klosterman had a chapter dedicated to, up until the 90s, conspiracy theorists. To say they lived on the fringe of society is the understatement of understatements. They were not seen as people. And he talked about a guy who had an AM radio station... And he was in somewhere in the southwest of the United States. And it tended to draw in like the radicals, but also the conspiracy theorists. And he spent some time talking about that because that was like their only outlet. That was the only area that people who believe in conspiracy theorists, like that's the only place where they could kind of... I know the show you're talking about too. ...gather. Because other than that, other than that show, the only thing that they didn't have, they had each, they had themselves. They didn't have a community. However, in the early 90s because Fox was really trying to cement itself as an entertainment station, Fox created and greenlit a show. Remy just referenced it, The X-Files. And The X-Files really brought conspiracy theory to the, to the mainstream. To the forefront, and, yeah. a, and a big thing about that that was revolutionary about the show is if you think about the, the characters of Smulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. They're basically a stereotypically speaking, they they reverse gender roles. I stereotypical gender roles, you know, because um, Scully is the the scientist. She is the ultimate skeptic. She just thinks it's lies. Whereas, rational. It all has to be rational. Yeah. Whereas Mulder, he he doesn't. He's not like wackadoo. Like I just fully believe in it. He wants to believe in it, but he's also rational. Like he doesn't go especially in. Um, when the show really hit its stride, it, you really see a molder that goes into something. Yeah, it could be there, but he's, he's looking at it skeptically. Yeah. But he's still looking at it from a... There she, could be something there. He's open to the idea. Exactly. And yeah. it, it also changed uh, the role of conspiracy theorists. Because up to that point, it was literally everyone's wearing tinfoil hats. And there are these people that just think the government is listening to every single thing you do, which probably they are now. Yeah, at, this hey, point, at this point, hi, they probably are. Talk about a show seen ahead of time. The other things that came out of that show is that it brought conspiracy theory to the mainstream. Normalized it and made it at least so that people could have yeah. discussions. It even got, and most people probably forget about it, but it even had its own off show, The Smoking Gun. Smoking Gun with all the, the real conspiracy yeah. theorists on the show. Yes. You know? Yeah, the ones who are, who are literally playing the role of the tin hat, the foil tin hat wearers. But
1: it's funny that so many things that were considered conspiracies and put people on the fringe now have been validated. Yes. The things that went from taboo to now being practical or proven. Yeah. And and I think the implication that we found a non-biologic and that wasn't necessarily. We just go with it. It's fine. Take the lead for a moment. I'm discombobulated. All right. So I think what, Remy, what you were saying, what you're really... You saw the aliens rip off my headphones, What what you're
0: really hinting at is the government has confirmed that we have a life entity that is not human. Yes. In the sense of from earth. And we don't know what it's made of. Yeah. And and also they just leave it
1: open at that. That's it. They don't expand upon it. No. And I mean, that for us too, I think that there's a part of us weaned on science fiction and stuff that's like we holding one of these motherfuckers in a cage. Aren't the other ones going to be really angry and come to pick it up?
0: Oh, you mean like it's an antagonistic thing? Yeah, you're not supposed to just take something. Well, that would make perfect sense. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I mean, pissing, pissing off an, another species.
1: Yeah, you sent. To, it's the idea of sending a scout out, you know, and then the scout gets gets taken, but. For me, and then justifies the invasion that comes. Well, let's only hope, right? It's been a crazy couple of years, and alien invasion would not be the most surprising thing right now to me.
0: I take a, I take a, um, I take a anima approach to it by tool. Yeah, let it all just sink just and you float know away. like I just need a vacation from this bullshit. Yeah, three ring circus. That's what that's what I would look at. It.
1: But I also would, I, I would think intelligent life at this point, and I was talking to you about this. I don't think it wants to be friends. I don't think it wants to hang out. I think it wants to see what we're doing wrong. I think it wants to see a society on the verge of collapse
0: so it can make the notes in its own society of what not to do. So I I disagree a little bit. I don't think they're looking for what to do. I think they're just looking, they're just exploring and seeing, okay, what's up with this species? Yeah. There's no, I think it's very, it's likely, it would likely be very neutral. Probably their takeaways from seeing us and is being like, ooh, because if you think about it, the way that things travel, like radio waves, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably come from if they they probably come from galaxies that are far enough away where the radio waves of television and radio from literally like seventy years ago travel has finally reached them. So they probably, they probably maybe, if they're like us, and maybe they don't understand, maybe they do. So what I'm getting at is the way that time works, whether it's the speed of light, whether it's the speed of sound whether it's radio waves, anything, is that the longer it travels, the slower it travels. Yeah. So you're looking at something that is not a reflection of the present at all times. Like when we look up into the sky, everybody. All those stars are dead. We are looking at, yeah, we're looking at things that happened like in in our times, not light years, like millions and billions of years ago. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. We're looking into the past. Yeah. You're not seeing stars that are up there. Those stars are burnt out. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are, are already gone and we just haven't the light from their supernovas or whatever hasn't reached us yet.
1: Yep.
0: Shout out to Neil deGrasse Neil Tyson. Right. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Mike Tyson, too. Yeah. I don't know why. Shout out to uh, every Tyson. Shout out except, to- except Tyson Foods.
1: I was just about to say Tyson chickens. <laughs> but also, you know, and, and there's, there's an interesting theory, too, that could be fun to bounce around here is, you know, they say the crafts can do amazing things that flight machines that we know wouldn't be
0: capable of. Well, I was about to say, can we put... Can we put, uh, wh- I'm sorry, what was the word you said again? Which, the, the, the crafts can do what kind of things? Like turn on a dime. And oh, no, I was looking for the word because really what I was going to say is like, well, can they, cure, can they cure my depression or can they do that? I mean, yeah. That would have been solid. Yeah. I stepped on it because my memory's it's gone because I have depression too. Well, listen, I, I forgot about what exactly captivating. Was that the word? Or mesmerizing he, or exhilarating or majestic, whatever. The, it, it's throwing your fucking. Uh. Rewind five seconds. You have a button on your computer um but the theory did it for me
1: <laughs> exactly yeah make it better for us yeah um but what if and jordan peele touched on this recently in the movie nope spoilers sorry but what if the craft is not a craft but that itself is a living thing or some kind of creature are, are you uh, are you are you making a reference to like flight of the navigator I mean, look at that, right? That was yeah. a living and that was a, that was a living it's an old
0: Disney movie from when we grew up. And um, a, a, if you're our if you are our age, you should remember everything about that. It is very topical and relevant, by the way, because who ended up being the voice of the Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubin, Pee-wee Herman, may you rest in peace, sir. You are you were a treasure and a gift. Good call. Full circle. Mm-hmm. But so maybe this is just so
1: outside our realm of understanding. But it's amazing to me that something that people thought they would never necessarily know definitively has been confirmed. You know, and I just think the fact that we're a society that's not really talking about that is incredibly interesting.
0: What's well, because we're a society that's just obsessed with t- TikTok and obsessed with what's going on in current events. Speaking of things of uh, weapons of mass distraction, yeah, is all the bullshit that we allow ourselves to be distracted by, which is which is as old as the tale of time, but now it's there are more distractions.
1: Fuck it. I'll just say it. Whatever. I'll say it. Right now, ex-President Trump is being arraigned for, um, what, like 64 different fucking crimes? Uh, you can call them crimes. I'll call them phantom things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing we keep talking about and dancing around fuck, we'll just tell you, yeah, while this stuff's happening, at the same time, people are seeing this man go down, and it's historic. It's, you know, when Nixon went down, he went down for one thing. This guy's going down for 64. We're not going to talk much more, but there's your weapon of mass distraction. Yep. What a great time to drop. We have an alien. We've caught an alien because no one is looking anywhere but the TV. We've caught an alien, but guess how many indictments
0: Trump has today?
1: Yeah, we've added two more. And again, one thing we have to tell you, we've told you guys this before. It's no bullshit. We don't like anyone.
0: No, I I openly, and I said it to Remy on the way here and I'm, I'm very open about when it comes to politics, or as my friend Chris would remind me, because he's, he's very Sheldon Cooper, it's civics. Oh, of we're course. We're talking about civics, and yes, we both did the eye roll, is that I hate each political party equally, yeah. so I figure I'm very fair in my hatred and my ire. So don't think,
1: like, yeah, either side right now, we can tell you a laundry list of problems. We've seen democracy fail in our lifetime, so we don't play into the charade anymore. That's all it is. Yep. So when we're talking about him, don't necessarily think... That means we're jerking off to Biden on the side because we're not. He's a weird, out-of-touch old guy. No,
0: we'll let Biden jerk off to himself on the side. <laughs> or to kids. That's kind yeah. of his thing. Well, either way, he's probably going to be jerking off to yeah, the side because be, he probably he'll, loses awareness of where he is. He'll be wanking it. But,
1: yeah, we, we don't have a party we lean toward, you know? Last guy I really liked was Bernie Sanders. That tells you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> it does, you know? So, but it is a trip in your lifetime because, like I said, when Nixon went down and people still talk shit, it was one thing. To see an uh, ex president. But there are this, there's all this interesting stuff too. Like he can still run from prison and he can still be assigned Secret
0: Service in prison. It's crazy. Well, it's like I told you, Rem. I mean, he, what the reality is is that his attorney team, his legal team is going to file injunction and injunction and motion and injunction and motion until the day he dies. He's yep. never, never going to go to, tr- he's never going to go, he, he probably will go to trial for some things. But again, that is going to be such a snail pace. And it's going to waste so much taxpayer dollars just so one side – and I'm putting that in quotes because as I told Rem, I really think that there's plenty of Republicans that would be glad if this just derailed him from running in 24.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's no universal opinion right now, you know? Right. But yeah, we hate both parties.
0: Like I don't I, – I didn't go this in-depth with it to you, but Mitch, Mitch McConnell, who runs the conservative Republicans, yeah. he does. He has made everything that has happened to the Supreme Court and has happened to the federal district courts and all that. Because uh, you know that during Trump's presidency, uh, the most federal judges were appointed in history, right? It's like hundreds. Yeah. And so I put that under the category for Mitch McConnell because he was the one who orchestrated it as conservatism, conservatism at all costs. But even he got to a point where he saw the sideshow that Trump was that he distanced himself from Trump. Yeah, yeah, even he caught up. So like, I think he's, as someone who runs the Republican Party at that level of our government, is, is fine with what's going on, because he's like, well, somebody else can step in.
1: Yeah, what can I do? Yeah. Can't clean up a mess that's been brewing for, mm-hmm. for fucking two decades. So UFOs
0: and Trump, man. And so to go back to the UFO thing, though. Are you, are you, uh, are you aligning them? Because you are, are you are you trying to hint at that Trump may be an extraterrestrial? <laughs> well, you know what? It would explain a lot, wouldn't it? Suddenly, he'd make a little more sense because a lot of his shit
1: is ludicrous. But that's a fair point. I wish. I, you know, I can tell you right now, Reagan in like 1983 said um, he had wished that there would be an alien invasion because, and this is in a speech you can look up, because it would be the one thing that would bring the
0: world together—the whole world. That's fair. You know, proven proven 13 years later by Independence Day.
1: And well, think about what Watchmen's
0: about. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah.
1: the other interesting thing i wanted to bring up to you bob while we're shooting the shit about aliens is me and bob were raised in a time when all the alien shit we saw was fucking weird and scary fire in the sky do you do you count mac and me or are we just uh moving mac on and mac, mac, mac is and me's the me. worst <laughs> mac and me is fucking traumatizing crippled kid falls into a dam in mac and uh, me only the only kind of movies that could be made in the 80s made by mcdonald's That's why it was called Mac and Me. And that's also why he had the affinity for Coca-Cola. Yep. Yeah. And that's why they had the You know what? We should do a whole fuck this. We should do a whole Mac and Me episode. That's true. We could do that. There's there's too much good there. I could talk to you right now for
0: So Remember, you bring up a great point. For every ET and for every Mac and Me, there's Alien, there's aliens. There's the thing. There's Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Signs, Signs. Signs. Communion. Yep. With Chris Walken.
1: So we were fed in a generation where it was very much like, these things want to stick a probe up your asshole and then cut chunks of you out to study scientifically. Playing off fear. But it's like you're saying, you'll take me out for a drink and peg me? All right. No, I'm just kidding. That shit's gross. Will you give me a gift basket on my way out? (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to feed me too? Because I'll be here for life. But but yeah, so I think we've been kind of fed the idea that if something comes, it wants to eat us or kill us. And I just, I don't think there's any accuracy in that. I think- I think because human beings are killers, we assume that's everything else's first
0: instinct, too. Oh, you mean because as far as the planet Earth is concerned, we are the apex of apex oh. predators. Yeah. We, you, you or as s- I told you off the air, going back to the Matrix, we're a virus or we're, we're, we're a parasite. Yeah. Or we're locusts. Think about this Earth. So we and- figure that somebody else would want to replace us, obviously.
1: Yeah. You know, and also someone could, it, it, the idea of terraforming too is interesting because they could just be like, oh, yeah, they're wasting a great fucking planet, but give them five minutes and there won't be any of them left. But just look up Pangea versus modern America because you see an Earth that was a utopia that was beautiful and lush. And then the more man appeared, continents broke, things changed, and we tapped her dry. We found all of our juices that we could, you know, fossil fuels, anything that we could take from Mother Earth, we utilized and and just drained. Me and Bob live in a place where, and we don't discuss it because all of our female stalkers, but we live in a place where you don't get tornado warnings. That just says never happen. Until until you do. Until this last month where we got two. Put on our phone. We're talking, and it's like you're going to die. Yeah, shit's fucked up, and the Earth is screaming. So I can imagine an-
0: another race of something being like, it's a lush place. I also, one thing that I love when we talk about the planet Earth is that I love to bring up is that we have harvested obscene amounts of metal from the Earth. And does everyone know what the Earth's core runs off of? It runs off of metal. Like, it runs off of gravity. It runs off of it. Yeah, particularly, it's- pr- particularly nickel and iron. And, and, and so people, if people aren't aware, that's what creates our gravity field. That's what protects us from the radiation of the sun. So at some point, that's a fuel source for the Earth, and at some point, that will run out. Yeah, everything runs and out. And by the way, they say that that's ultimately what made Mars a dead planet. Ah. Is that it's, it ran out of the resources for their core because there's, no, there's no geological activity. Now it's a desert. Yes, and it has very limited atmosphere because then the solar winds came and blew what was there away. Nice. That was good. Yeah, I, mean, I just went deep there. I know. Yeah.
1: And I mean, you know, discussing this, I'm not a, I don't have like UFO shirts and shit. I'm not a UFO. We've never even talked about them until today.
0: I mean, you don't rock, rock, roll around with your trucker hat that has like a little green alien on it. No, I don't have the little
1: earring stud that looks like an alien. No, none of that stuff. So it's not that I'm particularly pro alien or think whatever. I just think it's interesting. I'm only talking about it from the news angle that
0: it's been confirmed. I just think that that's huge. Did you watch it on? Did you watch anything on it? Did you watch it live or did you watch it on the news? I've watched or? some bits
1: of it. Yeah,
0: because it was barely covered. You almost had to look for it if you wanted to find oh, it. it. It was like C-SPAN, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who watches C-SPAN? That's what I mean. You got to look it up. Yeah. So, And the only reason I know about it is, again, because uh, on my commutes to work, which I have enough time to listen to the radio, I heard about it on Sports Talk Radio because it's just one of the things that the Toucher Rich morning show talked about. And they actually played excerpts oh really from what was yeah so i heard excerpts but to me it wasn't the ones they played weren't enough to make me like captive whoa it was kind of like okay so they're acknowledging but it's very minimal yeah that they're seeing things but they're not playing like the juicy stuff
1: yeah no I, i mean i can understand that and you know what are the repercussions of this what's long term i don't know but i know that going back to what bob was saying about conspiracy theories ufos was the kind of shit people got made fun of for a period
0: for believing in yeah it's the kind of stuff you kept to yourself and you didn't talk about
1: so for all I'm saying is if for the government to come out and be like, yeah, no, this is legit. It makes you wonder about all the other ones. When you say all the other ones, what do you exactly mean? All conspiracy
0: theories. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking name one. Oh, so so what it sounds like is specifically you're talking, is this Pandora's box? Yeah, Does this is this when it officially opens and then you no know, going back? I mean, look up
1: the, some of the declassified documents yourself and read them. It's... it's really interesting stuff but no one's talking about it like roswell well and think about in our lifetime yeah roswell's kind of what started it for a lot of people Mm -hmm. but what about the fact that what was it three or four years ago people stormed, maybe even last year my life's a fucking blur stormed area 51
0: yeah but by that point they had uh they had started to declassify and they moved everything oh yeah anyway and it was like but regardless the fact that
1: There were guards at this place that people were calling Area 51, which for fucking 40 years, people said wasn't a real place. So all these interesting things have been proven to be true. And um, yeah, for me, it piques my interest. It does. And if anything was going to happen to us, listen, if you told me we could nuke ourselves in 10 years or we could all get shot up by an alien ray, I'm taking the
0: alien ray. Listen, listen, to quote, to quote the great Matthew McConaughey from Days the Confused, be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> like, like, would you rather, you know, hey, man, you got any of those alien and alien holocaustal kind of weapons? Be a lot cooler if you did. Or maybe I could meet a nice alien woman and find love.
1: But, yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes, and I'm curious to see how much more gets, I guess, uncovered over the next X amount of years
0: or months. or. And, and this is... Uh... This is, where, this is where I'll go with this. I would much rather our government waste money on having these hearings about declassified things with former military or, or military personnel who are willing to discuss it. Than the ones they're having. Than the witch hunts that they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Facts. And that kind of parlayed into the other thing that we had talked about talking about, which is we feel really bad for old people right now because they're sitting on couches for 12 hours at a time being fed the propaganda. Go on. Um, well, because think about it this way. You'll, you'll have parents who stayed together and shit. They get older and blah, blah, blah. And they, but you get older parents who may have divorced young and now they're alone in their houses. And the only thing for them to do essentially is sit in front of the news all day and the news inundates them with nonstop fear mongering. And that's dangerous in its own way because our parents' generation doesn't know how to turn off
0: the TV. Or how to be skeptical, selective with what they get, how yep. to not be blindly faithful. Yeah. So, yeah, I
1: don't that's, think that's that, a fair point.
0: I don't think that ha- I don't think it's going to be a good segue. No, no, because uh, one thing I was saying to Rem on the way up here is that for people our age and people younger than us, the secret weapons we have is that we have all these apps which we can watch shit on, distractify I mean, ourselves. Destroy, so we can choose, we have, a, we have, a, we have distractions a la carte.
1: No, and I'll show my mom, I'll be like, yo, like, I'll show her my Instagram feed, and it's cute fucking cats trying to speak human, you know? And I tell her, that's the difference between choosing what you get and just eating what's fed to you. Ignorance is bliss. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. So, Rem, if you think about it, we've gone a lot of places. We've covered conspiracy theories. We have. We covered, we touched upon Trump because we tied in how it's a distraction. And we may have more to talk about that at some point. We may. We may. I have uh, thrown that idea out to some people who listen, and some of them have asked if maybe they could partake in an episode about that. Let's do it. And I would be all for that. Maybe uh, we could finally, maybe we could have four people on here again. And we could have like, because we've clearly stated we're pretty neutral. Yeah. And some of the people I've talked to lean both left and right. Yeah, that could be interesting. So that, that would be great. We would have two arbitrators on here as people could go point counterpoint. I like um, that. Could make captivating uh, podcasting. Yeah, I like that idea. Maybe we could tie in the fact that uh, ET is, uh, is trying to reach out to us. If only, right? Maybe ET saw, uh, you know, uh, leave it to Beaver and thought that that's, what, that's the way we are. Well, because, you
1: know, and like you said, they got the video a little late. So right now they're getting the nineteen fifty shit yes. and they come down and
0: we're all butt fucking on the street. How, how cool would it be if they have technology where they could harness like wormholes and that's how they could travel to us through. So they basically could break the laws of physics when it comes to time. Well, them, the time continuum. That would be cool.
1: Well, there has to be something going on for them to be able to just hop into a place and then leave, you know. Yeah. So a lot of people think that could be the case, but
0: who knows? That would be. Yeah, that would be great. I, do, I did want to bring it up, too, because one of my one great thing, uh, because the internet is always undefeated when it comes to anything. And somebody dropped the, one of the great memes this week. It's been around for a while, but it, it's more relevant today. The drive-by? Yeah. And it said, I bet when aliens drive by Earth, they lock their door. I, I, and, I, and you know what? I looked at that, and after I was done chuckling, I said, they probably do. Like, we're the bad neighborhood of the yeah. universe. Yeah. For, if this will make sense in Massachusetts. Like, because my mom used to have me do this before you had automatic lock doors. So, like, if we were driving through Brockton, I'm sorry, Brockton, I'm not picking on you. It's just my mom would say, lock the door. Yeah. Yeah, lock, lock the door. If you're yeah. driving through a rough area, lock your doors. Yeah,
1: there were areas okay. around Milton where I would uh, do that. Uh, we're in that
0: solar system yeah. where Earth is. Oh, fuck. <sighs> We don't want to catch whatever sickness these motherfuckers have created We should, for get, our cl- we should get our club ready for the, for the steering wheel when we steal that. Right, when they park. Also, see that also making a very 90s reference right there. No one knows the club, but I, know, I love but,
1: it. I know. It was this thing that went on in a steering wheel and people couldn't steal your car. We're old,
0: man. That's but, what this is about. But the other great thing I like about what we've done today is that we have linked back to something in the book that I didn't necessarily touch on. Yeah. that I did want people another reason why I want people to read the book. And I think I did it in a way where it's there's still there's still plenty of nuggets someone can take out of that chapter. Yeah, it's not going to ruin it. Yeah. Just it, it wets their appetites even more. Exactly. I've made it insatiable for you. Yeah, now you have to read 90s yes. by Chuck Klosterman. There you go. Look at that. Shameless plugs, Chuck. Not that you need it, but there you go.
1: We like you, man. We like you.
0: All right, and that's all I got for that's all I got for this episode. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a good hitter.
1: Yeah, it was, you know, it was in between, but it's a time capsule of what's going on. What's interesting about this episode is we don't always do topical or we'll do it after or before. Mm. This was pretty topical considering for us. Yeah. And I think um, UFOs and Trump is a great name for an episode. So someone's going to fucking want to listen to
0: that. But um, <clears throat> that'll, that'll, that'll be a headline.
1: But I also want to just, you know, be clear with the audience that like, listen, we're going through some shit. Yeah, we're both in stressful situations, so just bear with us. If it was a little jumpy or roundy, you know, this is us. For me and Bob, this is a saving grace for us. We love doing it. Mm -hmm. We love talking to you guys. This gives us a break from the world. That's what it is. But today, you know, there's going to be games where we're not always thinking threes. No. That's it. But as long
0: as you guys are there, we'll keep doing it. All right. So until the next episode, everybody, take care. Have a great time. Yeah, I had to do the disclaimer. (laughs) you <laughs>